0: Our scripture today is found in Exodus chapter 3 verses 1 through 6. Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led his flock beyond the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of a bush He looked, and the bush was blazing, yet it was not consumed. Then Moses said, I must turn aside and look at this great sight, and see why the bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses, he said, here I am. Then he said, Come no closer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He said, Further, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Thank you, Lord, for the inspiration of this word. Amen. Welcome to our Bible study reflection. As we reflect on the Sunday, August 30th uh, sermon, uh, we had the opportunity to sit outside and to share a little bit about what's to come. And there's a lot to come. It's a very exciting time here at North Coast United Methodist Church. As Again, as I, I would like to very much reiterate, um, we are still being very respectful, conscientious, and aware of protocols that are needed because of COVID-19. I wanted to take a moment to just share with you, we will have a smaller in attendance, and this is both mandatory and very intentional. We need to have a smaller attendance, so we're only gonna have 20 some chairs available um, you have to have to have to call every Thursday uh, before the Sunday that you come and you can't you can't call for the month I need you to call every every week to check in that we're, you're coming uh, this is so that we can do the reservations and make sure that we don't go over our numbers and all these things are mandatory um, Uh, Please understand uh, there have been some dear friends throughout this six-month journey that have not had the opportunity to join us in the means of electronics, uh, YouTube or Zoom or what have you. I want to have priority seating for our dear friends who cannot join us electronically. And if you want to join us electronically and are having a hard time doing it, please email me. Pastor Drew Davis at gmail.com. I want to make it easier for you to join us electronically. So uh, let's continue to pray over these things. And again, a very exciting time as we continue to move. And yes, we will continue presentations like this in our Sunday worship service online. We will continue these. So we know that there's dear friends who will feel safer at home. And we're not going to disconnect you, we're going to keep doing this. And uh, just we want everyone to be safe and everyone to have an opportunity to be involved. So I'd pray for us through through this process. So on to our conversation, our reflection as we look at Moses and the burning bush. And I was always in, in awe of this scripture as a child, trying to comprehend, the idea of a burning bush that is not being consumed by the fire. uh, As a young child hearing this in Sunday school in our Bible lessons and uh, making uh, paper mache uh, 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 burning bushes in Sunday school, it always was just all inspired by the idea of something that was being on fire and not being consumed by the fire. And... We're gonna look at that today. Actually, I wanna start out talking about it. Before that, we break this conversation into our three um, conversation points that existed in the sermon. I really do wanna stop for a moment and talk about the idea of being on fire, but not consumed by the fire. We exist right now in a very um, high stress world. You know, we have been uh, safe at home, social distancing for the better part of half of this year, six months. And many of us are dealing with the loss of community through that. Many of us are, many dear friends are feeling displaced because of that. There's a lot of anxiety that exists because we worry about COVID-19 and everything with getting sick, what will getting sick mean? Will my body handle it this way? Will my body handle it that way. COVID-19 alone has been a really high stress moment that we have found ourselves consumed in this fire of COVID-19. There's other things that have been taking place and I, I share these both with kids' b- gloves and, and also with brutal honesty. You know, through this time of social distancing, We've also become more socially aware. We've become begun to see more and more visual protests of people speaking out against injustice, people speaking out who feel unheard. We have seen the fire consume of people looking for uh, inequality to be eradicated, and doing so in many varying ways because... We exist with dear friends, we are dear friends, who feel consumed by a fire, and that we are looking for a way not to be, we are a part of a fire, and we're looking for ways not to be consumed by it. You know, there's other ways that we've seen this, and we've seen people consumed by the fire in different ways. I, I, I think backwards to the beginning of this journey uh, with COVID-19 and and the grocery stores are just bare. Uh, no canned goods, uh, no uh, paper goods, no paper towels, no toilet paper. Uh, the cleaning supplies uh, completely dis- dis- disappeared. You know, images of people being consumed in fear, being consumed in worry and and Trying to deal with it the best way they can by trying to uh, take care of themselves and their families. Uh, this this imagery, and I haven't even gotten to the main conversation point yet. This imagery of being existing in a fire but not consumed by a fire has just been awe-inspiring to me this week. I there I've shared in different ways. There is. Uh, a mediation program that I participated in, I took training in, called the Lombard Mennonite uh, Peace Center. And one of the things that they talk about in the Lombard Mennonite Peace Center is this idea of high reactionary people and low reactionary people. It's sort of a, a, a place that we get to in our lives when We are at the apex of a concern and just can't handle it anymore. We're at the very beginning of it and we're low energy and we're kind of just getting acquainted to it, starting to learn what's actually happening to the other point where we've dealt with it. We've learned from it and we keep going on. I want you to uh, hold an idea of an arch, just a, a starting point flat, going up to a peak and coming back down and plateauing out. That, that's this, this whole concept that I learned from Lombard Mennonite. When, when people are beginning to become aware of a problem, of an issue, they're, they're in this lower place, and the more they learn about it, the more they experience it, they either go up to this, this plateau, this peak of high energy, high worry, or they find a way to deal with it and stay at an even plane. That's the phrase even-tilled. Or they get to it, they learn about it, they deal with it, and they level out. Or we find people that reach the peak and keep going. When, I, when I'm dealing with this anim, anim imagery, I haven't even got to Moses. I'm still talking about the burning bush. When, when we get to this place of thinking about something that is on fire but not being consumed by it, It's how do we live lives at this even-tealed place without reaching peaks of high energy or high response. Uh, That's something I pray about frequently because I live in the generation of social media. And one of the things that I see that happens a lot in social media is people get consumed by fires. They get consumed by other people's fires. They get consumed by higher fires that they really have no connection to. Individual fires actually rage higher with a higher reactionary state because we, we have this worldwide platform that we can vomit all of our feelings on. And, and we allow the fires to have more power and more strength, and we get consumed by them. One of the things I want to share with you about our faith is our faith should be the balancing board of how that we can find this even-tilled, low reactionary place where we can be still and know that God is God and hopefully find faith and trust and calm and peace in God's presence so that we can move steadily through and be the images of peace and calm for other people. So that's a part of this. And and this is that's something I never touched. It came into my mind every time that I talked about the bush being on fire but not being consumed by the frames, the flames. But I wanted to talk about, you know, how faith could help us be at a very low reactionary place. Instead of reaching these high reactionary points and allowing the flames to consume us so that we lose track and lose focus on the the God that creates holy ground. So now let's move in. Let's move into the discussion points from, from Sunday. There were three discussion points that existed in this that helps Moses stay in a low reactionary place. It's the willingness to stop and analyze what's actually happening, the willingness to stop and interact with what's actually happening. See, in a low reactionary space, Moses has his attention caught and he has a chance to turn and look and analyze it. Now, what we know about from this scripture, Moses really didn't stay in a low reactionary place. It it literally says he hid his face for he was afraid to look at God. So there is fear and 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 worry That's taking place in Moses for this, but what also happens? What also takes place is Moses stops his every day, and he turns and he pays attention to the burning bush that needs to have focus at that time. You know, it it even it even says that I must turn aside and look. At this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. And the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see. God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am. You know, there's this weird thing going on. It's something that Moses is out in the normal every day. This extraordinary event is taking place. Moses has to step away from the everyday to look at it, to analyze it, and to figure out what's actually happening. There's so many times me, Michael Drew Davis, wants my everyday, and I fight very hard for my everyday. Uh, Sometimes hiccups come along that I either have to choose to ignore so I can stay in my everyday, or I get this high reactionary point that I become so distracted and frustrated with it That I'm really not caring for it, I'm just frustrated, or a low reactionary point where I'm willing to look at it and analyze it and figure out what's going on. Moses does do this, Um, it it says it, I must turn aside and look at this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. Okay, if we're using reactionary points it does also say that he was afraid to look at God, that is a high reactionary thing, fear, but he does use tools of low reactionary response to figure out what's going on, to interact with it. There's a lot of reactionary things that I see happening in the world. and and I'm not going I'm not going talk about what color tie I wear, but every time that there's an election going on, there's a high reactionary response that happens within our, our citizens because one person doesn't do this and the other person won't do that. And there's this high reactionary re- response that goes on as we listen to everyone that's campaigning for a position and it adds, it adds to the fear. One of the things that we can do the most, and I'm, I'm glad this is built into our voting structure, we, we get our voting books. We, we get a chance to read about the candidates. We, we get the chance to watch the, the campaigns and watch the, the DNC and the RNC and, and, and hear the stances and hear the point of views of the candidates. We, we have a chance to stop and to learn and to analyze and to pay attention to what's going on. And unfortunately, because that we also live within the abilities of high reaction states, we we also react when people say things we don't like. Uh, what I love uh, about this imagery with Moses is he could have he could have had a high reactionary place. He could have thought he was losing his mind because he turns and he sees this bush that he thinks that is on fire but is not being consumed by the fire. And now he thinks that he can hear it talking to him. He could have ran and got a bucket of water and tried to put it out. But there is this willingness in in Moses to stop and to analyze what's actually happening and to figure it out. That's one of the the key points with the Lombard-Mennonite peace training that I went through. You know, there's a lot of times that I've been in arguments that people are actually arguing of in support of the same thing. They're just hearing it in such radically different language, they don't understand that they're arguing about the same thing. Even in times that people are arguing about things from different points of views with different methods, there's ways that those different points of views and different methods can actually be applied to come up with a better solution than either point of view could have created on its own. And the only way to get to those places is is through this willingness to stop and to just really just look at what's happening to set reactions aside and to look at what's really happening there's been times and this is transitioning to the next point there's a there's a conversation that takes place and and yes Moses was afraid to look at God, but there is this place where Moses is literally blessed to be in conversation with God. And sometimes we can become very fearful when that we realize that we are truly being called in a specific way, that we are really being challenged to move in a specific way. And there's there's times we don't want to look at God to, to answer that call. You know, I remember processing becoming a minister. I, I remember processing uh, uh, being a servant in, in, in the Church of Jesus Christ, and there was a lot of fear in it. Uh, there was a lot of fear of what the responsibilities would incline. Now, did I have the tools to, to complete such tasks? This journey is going to be long and tumultuous. Can, can I see it through? But when I was having those direct conversations and direct prayers with God, trying to figure out my career path, there's a lot of fear in that. Even though I felt the clear, pure calling of what God wanted me to do. It's very fearful. I I look at this and this beautiful conversation. Of God speaking to Moses, saying, Moses, Moses, here I am. Moses, Moses, here I am. Sometimes we don't always hear those words from God, especially when we're in high reactionary places. But then I remember... Songs and scriptures that reminds us, fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I am with you, says the Lord. I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. Child, you are mine. When you walk through the desert, I will be there and through the flame. Sometimes the deserts and the flames become so consuming that we forget to look to see God's presence. And when we get to sometimes just stop and be still and try the best we can to hear the presence of God in what we're dealing with. You know, when we actually take the time, like the first section, to analyze, to to figure out what's actually going on. When we allow our faith and our souls and our spirits to Attune themselves to conversation with God. We get to see the reality of what's actually happening. And then we get to create a holy space of peace where that there was originally fear and misunderstanding. That's, that, that's the three steps of this conversation. Yes, even though that Moses is still afraid to look at God. It still takes place. Moses, not overreacting, not overresponding, takes a time to look at and analyze this miracle that's happening before him. Moses realizes that his prayers and his spirit are so attuned with God in that moment that he is having a conversation with God. And then this holy space is created that can become a holy space of peace and comfort and joy. I've seen this so much in, in my life. You know, when I received my calling to become a pastor, when I became the lead pastor of North Coast United Methodist Church, there was a great amount of fear and worry if I could do this. And I needed to sit down and be in that moment of, like Moses, evaluating what was to come. Like moment, like Moses, having moments that I felt my soul and my spirit was so in tune with God that I could hear God talking to me and guiding me through my worries and concerns. And now getting to a place that I can truly say as I sit here in my office as the lead pastor of North Coast United Methodist Church, Truly being in a personal, holy space that I can go out, hopefully at times with low reactionary spots. Yes, I know a lot of times at high reactionary spots. I know I'm a high reactionary person. But I'm still in a holy place of service that was created by taking time to interacting with God to see my place in the greater story. Here's the things I want you to pray about. We're going to go all the way back to the beginning of this video. We're not just going to use the three points from the sermon, but I want to use the four points from this sermon for your prayer exercises this week. The first thing I want you to pray through is the times that you have seen fires But God has enabled you not to be consumed by the fires. How has God created peace in your life in moments of fear and worry? That's the first prayer. The second prayer is this. How does God equip you to stop, to listen, to learn so that you can understand what's actually going on? How does God enable you to analyze the reality of a situation and to see what's actually happening. The third thing, the third prayer is, I want you to pray how your spirit becomes attuned with God. How do you find your peace with God? Is it through prayer? Is it through worship? Is it through singing? Is it through baking? Is it baking? Is it through baking? I mean, how, how how, do you become so in tune with God that you just feel that you are in God's presence and you can hear God reminding you that God is there? And then the fourth prayer exercise is where is your holy space? Where is that comfortable space that you have created with God so that you can go there as a refuge to escape the high reactionary moments of living and find peace and comfort to rebuild, regroup, and to go out and do it all again. Hold on to all those things, please. And that was our reflection for this week's uh, sermon. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. God is love. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org. And click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.